In today's show, we're looking ahead to Tuesday in the NBA. What we're watching for, some stream options. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. What we're here to do today is look ahead to Tuesday, 11 games on in the league. Let's look at those games now. First one, the Nuggets and the Hornets. Monty Morris might be returning. So I want to see how much he plays. And then what that does to Faku Kompazzo and Austin Rivers, both guys who've been playing really, really well and have been actually 12-team options. But if Morris can come back and play 22 minutes a night, yeah, who's the guy that loses out the most? It's probably going to be Rivers. I think Campazzo will remain starting and probably play 30 minutes a night, and Rivers probably loses a bit of his value there. But how those guys look in that scenario with Morris returning is, is going to be pretty intriguing. Well, for the Hornets, Jalen McDaniels will likely continue to start, but last game his minutes were way down. Let's see how much they use him uh, along with Kayla Martin and Malik Monk or how much they go back to that traditional center situation with Zala and Biombo. And I think they will go back to that Zala-Biombo combination just because they have to match up against Nikola Jokic. So th- that will probably reduce the ability for Martin uh, for Martin and McDaniels and those guys to have significant value. So I do think if you do want to move on from Jalen, uh, this matchup possibly won't be favorable for him. Cody Zeller, again, had a really good game last time. I don't think you'll be that good, but I think the minutes should be uh, pretty solid for him. The Wolves and the Pistons. Rick Rubio will likely start again with Josh Okoge coming off the bench. If you are looking for assists, um, we're looking at Rubio as a pretty solid option for steals there as well. While Naz Reed, I love what Reed can do in limited minutes. Now, Jaden McDaniels is returning. So the ability for Reed to play next to uh, Towns is probably a little bit limited here. But let's just see what Reed can do. For the Pistons, mate, all of those guys that were uh, had to come back, Jeremy Grant and Wayne Allington and Corey Joseph and Mason Plumlee, lucky they came back after resting five games to play one game because they're all out again. Absolutely nonsense from this roster or this uh, organization. To Killian Hayes, though, he looked excellent last game. So we're going to get another opportunity for big minutes for him, which is fantastic. So let's see what he does, as well as the depressed penis, Sadiq Bay, who we know can be quite inconsistent, even game to game or within games. But the opportunity for him is going to remain pretty large. The Heat and the Celtics, Goran Dragic. Playing some decent minutes at the moment. I wouldn't say that he is a must-roster player, but let's see how... Yeah, that's... Putting Goran Dragic on this list is like a placeholder for the Dragic hero none minutes and how that all shakes out. Well, Trevor Ariza has some 12-team value at the moment. Good steals, good threes, occasional scoring burst. He's playing a pretty significant role for this Heat team, so there's something to watch there with him. While for the Celtics, of course, we know the terrible news that Jalen Brown is out for the season, so Evan Fournier is going to have the large, a large role for the rest of the season as a starter, you would have to assume. So let's watch what he does. And then the Rock DJ, Rob Williams, is listed as doubtful. So that means we're going to probably push to 30 minutes of Tristan Thompson again. Those of you in deep leagues, you might want to look at Luke Cornett as a blocks streamer, but Thompson now has some big man value. 
Let's go to the Clippers and the Raptors. I want to see how the point guard trio works out. Reggie Jackson, Rajon Rondo, and Patrick Beverly. Jackson's been getting 30 minutes a night, even with those other two guys back, and playing a little bit of shooting guard. They've taken Terrence Mann and Luke Kennard out of the rotation to accommodate the return of Beverly. So Jackson does have marginal value. Now, of course, this is an 11-game day, so if he's not in your best players, you can consider dropping. And then Rondo is an elite assists stream sort of player. For the Raptors, they're just doing what really they should do, and that's just sitting blokes down. Um, but interestingly, they are potentially bringing back Chris Boucher. I didn't think we'd get the wiki back. Uh, he's listed as questionable after that MCL sprain, but they are sitting Van Vliet, Siakam, Ananobi, and Lowry. So Birch is going to have a pretty large role, but that could be reduced if Boucher does play. A guy who is going to have great value, though, is Malachi Flynn, along with Gary Trent in that starting backcourt. So I think there is going to be some pretty significant value for, for both of those guys uh, for these games as we move forward. So really interested to see what they can do. I, I highly doubt that Van Vliet, Ananobi, and Lowry play the rest of the season. Siakam I'm a little bit up in the air about, but the Raptors only have three more games after this, including one back-to-back. -back, so don't expect those guys to play a significant role at all. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. It is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the NBA, and you'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, and post-game breakdowns. You'll even find Locked On hosts right across the NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, and some NFL guys will be in there as well. So go download that free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NBA group for the latest league updates. I know you will find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues, and I can't wait to see you guys there. Locker Room is changing the way that we talk sports. Okay, let's move on to the next game. It is the Mavs and the Grizzlies. Dwight Powell has been a revelation really putting up some big numbers of late. Now, I don't think that can necessarily continue, but what he has been in the past is a very good steals and field goal percentage player, and he had four steals in the last game, and Porzingis remains out. I think the thing we have to watch, though, is Maxi Kleber is questionable, and if Kleber is out, it does really boost Powell's value, but he's a solid streamer nonetheless. Well, Joshy Richardson, a couple of decent games lately, but he hasn't hit 30 minutes since the 29th of April. That is a concern, but if you are looking for a stream option, perhaps he is that guy for you. For the Memphis Grizzlies, Desmond Bain, um, I just really want to see how they use him. I don't know, well, I, I, I don't know, but I assume he will continue to start with Grayson Allen basically out for the rest of the season here. And Bain can be up and down. There's no doubt about that. But there's five games this week, so he's a solid option. Well, obviously, one's already done, um, and he's a, someone to look at here. And I don't expect Jaron Jackson Jr. to play in this game. So that should mean, hopefully, a somewhat of a larger role for Brandon Clark, who's been absolutely disappointing this season, but this is an opportunity for his numbers to go up. The next game we look at is the Nets and the Bulls. How the Nets run their center rotation is a big question. Blake Griffin scored like 20 points last game for the Nets. I don't think we'll get huge amounts of DeAndre Jordan. You'll get Claxton, you'll get Griffin, you'll get Green. The only thing I can think of is just to put a bigger body on Nikola Vucevic. But I want to see how much Griffin plays. And I've just brought Kyrie Irving in here. I haven't talked about him much in what to watch. He's been unbelievably good this year. So let's just pay attention to how good Kyrie Irving actually is. For the Bulls, it's been a really pretty harsh backward slide for Patrick Williams. Um, they're limiting his minutes and giving more minutes to Garrett Temple at the moment. He uh, He's not playing particularly well. And there is a chance that, uh, that Troy Brown Jr. returns in this game too. So that might further impact him. But I just want to pay attention to Williams and see if he can get involved at all on offense. While Thad Young... We don't know if whether he'll start. Daniel Tice is still questionable with that hip problem. Young started last game, but his numbers, as detailed on the uh, Underperforming Players podcast earlier today, he's been really quite down. So let's see what Young is able to do and if he can have a bit of a bounce back. For the Sixers and the Pacers, 
I want to pay attention to Tyrese Maxey because honestly, with the way that he's playing, he is um, yeah, making a case to be a part of the playoff rotation. Matisse Thibel is out. Furkan Korkmaz is out. So Maxey, I would assume, is going to play in this game. Um, he played 35 minutes last game with Ben Simmons out, but Simmons is likely to return here. So just keep an eye on how much they play, um, how much they play Maxi and uh, and what his role actually is, because he's been really, really super impressive um, in his last couple of big minute performances. Seth Curry, um, he's in. He sat out the last game, so he'll be back in this one. So his minute should be pretty high again with Thibel and Korkmaz out. But if the Sixers get up big in this one, don't uh, be surprised if you see Curry's playing time drop a little bit. For the Pacers, I do want to watch the dart. Gogo Badadze. Problem with my Gogo-mobile. Gogo-mobile. No, not the dart. Not the dart. We don't know when Jeremy Lamb or Malcolm Brogdon or Jakar Sampson are going to be returning. Um, so Badadze should have a solid role backing up Sabonis and maybe playing some minutes there. But if you're looking for a block streamer, he can be a solid option there. And I also want to pay a bit of attention to Justin Holiday because he has dropped off in a huge, huge way. He was really, really solid to begin the year, and now he's been he's dreadful. So I don't really know what, what it holds for him in the future. Maybe he's a steel streamer, and that's about it. The Magic and the Bucks. I want to watch Iggy Brazdakis, and I didn't really think I'd ever be saying that, um, but he's playing big minutes. He's playing more than Mo Wagner, despite coming off the bench. Brazdakis has had 30 minutes in three of the last four games, so I think there is a role for him, and deeper leagues will want to pay attention. But the guy, I think, whose development is, is key here is RJ Hampton. He continues to come off the bench, continues to play well. He's been at least 29 minutes in uh, all well, the last five games, and 30 in four of those five games. He's playing well, and I want to watch how his development looks. Well, for Milwaukee, I want to watch Bobby Portis because I do think there is a chance they rest a bunch of guys. They've got five games this week, the Bucks. This is a back-to-back, and it's against Orlando. So there is a chance that Portis starts. There is also a chance that Jeff Teague starts. Now, Teague hasn't been particularly good for this Bucks team, but if he gets an opportunity to start, maybe there is stream value there. The Suns and the Warriors. Cameron Johnson is out for Phoenix. Jay Crowder, I imagine, will move back into the starting lineup. They went with Craig and Sharich, and it did not work at all in the last game. So I assume that Crowder will be back starting. He, of course, can always be a three-point streamer. But now with um, Cam Johnson out, are they going to go with Frank the Tank Kaminsky again? Probably. Monty Williams has an unnatural love affair with him. So that could make some value there for you in very deep leagues. While for the Warriors, it is a back-to-back for these guys. What do Jordan Poole's minutes look like with um, guys like Ubre and Lee remaining out? Poole's minutes have been up the last two, 26 and 34. So let's hope he can keep that high 20s minutes roll going on. Um, so I do think he is the option that they should be looking at there instead of, say, a, a Michael Mulder. Um, but there's no guarantee that that's what Poole continues to do because he has been relatively inconsistent and some of his playing time has been pretty inconsistent as well. But I, I would like to see what he is um, what he's able to do out there and uh, hopefully we get a little bit more a little bit more production than some of the recent uh, games from Geordie Poole. And then much like Kyrie Irving, I just want to watch Steph Curry. Like he's been unbelievable. He's seen what, seven threes a game? He's dropping in just huge, huge scores at the moment and he is the number two player in fantasy. So he deserves us watching him. Next game, Thunder and the Kings. The C part of Moses Brown really put up some nice numbers last game. Um, was able to you know, get steals and blocks. But the minutes, they're always up and down. And it's very hard to predict his production. But let's watch him. Let's watch Darius Baisley as well, who continues to score okay, but not all that much more than that. So let's see if he can actually start to bring something good to us. While the Kings, no Fox, no Halliburton, no Barnes. So D-line right, Terrence Davis, big opportunities for those guys. Again, they're putting up strong numbers. And I think Davis could be worth a stream. The problem is it's 11 games. So maybe that value is not quite there, but 14 teamers, sure. Have a look at Terrence Davis and make sure that D-line right is rostered in all formats. 
The last game of the night is the Knicks and the Lakers. Derek Rose playing at a high level. Manuel quickly will be out again, so you imagine 30-plus minutes once more for Derek Rose here on the road, and that gives him great value. While the double royal, Julius Randle. Randall has been great this year, but it is a bit underreported that he's how much he's fallen off of late in terms of shooting. The shooting is really rough, and the field goal percentage is a huge concern. I hope he's able to do better in this game, but uh, it has been an ongoing problem. While for the Lakers, they did list LeBron. Well, initially, Shum said that he was likely to return, and then uh, the Lakers' official injury report came out hours later and said LeBron is out. So let's watch that one. But Contavious Caldwell-Pope is playing at a pretty high level, a good assists, sorry, a good steals and threes type streamer, while Mark Gasol... Oh, hi, Mark. Continues to outplay Andre Drummond and Montrez Harrell. Whether the Lakers figure that out and whether they play him more minutes, I don't know. He's not a fantasy option, really, but I wanna, I'm want i really intrigued to see how they figure out that rotation. For streamers, we're looking at Malachi Flynn, Terrence Davis, Killian Hayes, Paul Millsap, perhaps, with the uh, with the Nuggets, and Mo Harkless with the Kings. While for points leagues, it's Flynn, Birch, Trent, three Raptors there. Tristan Thompson and Terrence Davis, a former Raptor. Guys, don't forget, subscribe to this podcast or follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the new Odyssey app while on YouTube. Hit subscribe, hit the thumbs up, hit the notification bell, and leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya. See ya.